If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mickey James, and Tommy Dreamer. Man, we have two amazing interviews for you. How about this? From AEW with a big match tonight with Orange Cassidy, AR Fox joins us for a very first time on Busted Open. And before her big match at the Great American Bash on Sunday, Roxanne Perez joins us here on the Busted Open podcast. And also, Mickey James gives her list of the most influential and important matches in women's pro wrestling history right now on the Busted Open podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Women of Wednesday. Guys, you know it's my favorite segment of all of Busted Open. And we have a very, very special guest with us today, Miss Roxanne Perez. Good morning. Good morning. How are morning. you? How are you? We just heard the clip. And I know you just got from the grocery store and we're so excited about the Great American Bash. <laughs> yeah. How cool was it to, uh, I mean, obviously you guys, kicked each other how cool was it we were just talking about that off the air to kind of um do that that scene the, gro- yeah. the grocery store that was so much fun and like since the independent scene I love like hardcore stuff um mm-hmm. so like doing that whole grocery bra and then uh especially it being a callback to Stone Cold and right uh, but that was so cool to be able to like relive like watching that so uh yeah it was pretty cool <laughs> yeah yeah it's been a minute since we've had you on we're so happy to have you back I think oh, you yeah. uh, came on when we first started doing women of Wednesday yeah um, yeah and then I came on when I first got signed no yes <laughs> yes She's well, a regular here, David. Yes, she yeah. is. And I've been obviously a big fan. You know, she was on the Mission Pro Wrestling show that I was at, at in Buda, Texas, where I was humiliated and embarrassed in front of people. Uh, <laughs> but, but um, you know, and speaking of being in front of people, you're going to be in front of a different crowd on Sunday for the Great American Bash uh, premium live event streaming on Peacock on Sunday. What's it like to, to go out on the road and be in front of a different crowd like you're going to be this weekend? Uh, it's amazing because I think you know that's like the best part about being a wrestler is being able to travel the world and being able to go in front of different crowds and actually be able to wrestle for the people that can't come and watch our show every Tuesday here in Florida Um, so yeah it's going to be so exciting and especially being in my home state I have not been able to wrestle there since the indies so going back home and being able to get my redemption in my home state of Texas is going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Number one is also the nation. So uh, we heard police sirens. I understand. I don't want to go Instagram live uh, if I'm, uh, you know, interviewed with you because you're just what my ass. Uh, <laughs> are you on the lamb? Is this all taken care of? You're good. 
It's all taken care of. Um, all right. Now here's from the other part. Now I have said this to you and I've said it on the air. You remind me of one Mickey James, which is one of the highest compliments I could ever pay uh, a talent. Now I'm seeing a little bit of a different side of you. This Blair Davenport, she is poking some, you know, poking the bear. If you keep saying you, and but you keep saying this is all that you wanted, meaning the WWE universe. Is it, uh, I don't want to see you become a bad person because I only like good guys and good girls. So, <laughs> um, is this person Blair Davenport, is she so under your skin? You're, trying to show like hey i know you're tough but like a different side of you i mean you committed a crime last night come on now so <laughs> you are now a felon ma'am yes <laughs> i mean yeah you know she's definitely been poking at the bear and uh i'm i'm, st I'm still the good guy i'm still the good yeah. guy but i think i really needed to to show her uh we uh we had a um a segment last week where i was just just trying to have a conversation with her and kind of tell her like, you know what, I, I do have that killer instinct in me and I may be a nice person, but excuse my language, if you if you F with me, like you're gonna see a different side of me. And she was laughing in my face and just kind of like thinking that I was just playing a joke. And uh, I showed her, I showed her how much of a joke I really can be. <laughs> yeah, and I just want to correct one thing Tommy said, and that is that I don't think she's getting under your skin it seems to me like you're getting under her skin because I think she took you for granted. I, I agree. I think she sees you and she looks at this, all oh, this one type of person, but you showed you have different dimensions and everybody has a point where if you cross that point, then they're going to see fire and you're showing that fire right now. So I can't wait for this matchup on Sunday. Thank you. I'm excited. And I'll do it with a smile on my face, too. There you go. Oh, hey. <laughs> I'm excited that first... you get to do it in your hometown. Is your family going to be there? Yes, my whole family is going to be there. I'm so awesome. excited. Like my hometown cool. friend. It's about like uh, three hours from my hometown. So yeah, a lot of people will be there. It's exciting. That's awesome. Is that the first time that you that's so that's the first time since, you know, being signed and everything that you've been able to go back and perform. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. It gives me the chills. Like I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. I mean, that's what we work so hard and so long for is to be able to, you know, that's the re I think that's that moment of going, I really made it with my, you know, to be able to show your friends and your family for them to be able to come to the event and like see it in person. And then they kind of go like, oh man. Yes. You know, this, is yes. this isn't the armory, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Is there pressure with that? Does that come with pressure for you? Um, honestly, no, because, um, I, I definitely feel like I can deliver and I will deliver. And especially being in, in my hometown, I feel like it makes me that more, much more comfortable in a way. Yeah. Um, I got two questions for you. Number one, this is a weapons wild match. And you say you like the hardcore stuff. I know you were there last night in the kendo stick match. Uh, is there a favorite weapon you think you uh, could be innovative with? Uh, or is there a favorite weapon that you would rather use as opposed to be used upon you? That's question number one. So you can answer that first. That I would rather use? Well, rather I mean, have you ever been in a, this type of match where weapons are legal? Yeah. 
I have. Okay. Uh, I, I did a, uh, well, I actually had a, a Weapons Wild match against Cora Jade. Um, and uh, I think the worst thing that happened in that match was we were on a eight foot tall podium and she took me down with her and, and uh, put me through a table. Um, so that was pretty intense. Maybe this time I would like to put someone else through a table rather than me getting put through the table. <laughs> I do remember that match uh, 100%. Now, my other question here, today's theme of the show has been best women's matches of all time. If you could give me maybe your top two uh, and of all time. I know you're a student. Oh my God, that's well. hard. That is so hard. Um, so one of my favorites is, uh, I think this kind of like really started the, the revolution in NXT, at least, uh, in NXT for the woman. Uh, and it was uh, Sasha versus Bailey at TakeOver. And uh, I think I was like probably like 14, 15 watching that match. So and uh, it, it really opened my eyes to where because you know NXT when I first started watching NXT it was like the girls were um trying to guess the wrestlers theme songs and uh doing obstacle courses that's when I started watching it and so to watch them have a 30 minute match and uh convey all these emotions and I, I remember uh, this little girl, Izzy, she was in the crowd and she like Sasha made her cry. And it was just everything about that match. It was just like, wow, like this is this is awesome. Like that's that's what I want to do. <laughs> By the way, Izzy um, having her debut match next month at yes. Mission Pro Wrestling, which is crazy. And wow, that's yeah. crazy. And I, I had to yeah. put my head in my hands because you're saying you're about 14 at that time. I think I was on my I was definitely on my third marriage by then. So I think. <laughs> I'm so, I feel so old, but, but yeah, I, that's, isn't that the beauty of pro wrestling? Because I'm sure there's a young girl that was watching the match that you were just talking about between you and Cora at Halloween Havoc. Like, you yeah. know, the, that's the, that's the beauty of this sport is that, you know, there's somebody there watching you right now, probably watching the match on Sunday that you're going to influence to, to get into this business at some point in their life. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It was actually uh, so uh, this uh, this past weekend we were at a live event and um, I, I did a meet and greet and there was a little girl. She was probably like uh, 11 years old, 12 years old. And uh, she came up to me and she just this is the first time this has happened to me, but she just started bawling her eyes out and was just like, thank you so much. Like you inspire me so much. I can't believe that like like I'm actually meeting you. She's like, I, I want to be a wrestler. I'm going to start training and what uh what made me realize i wanted to be a wrestler was your and cora jade's feud and i was like wow see? that is so insane to me like it's it's so crazy because i was that little girl you know going up to my favorite wrestlers and bawling my eyes out and telling them that one day i was going to be a wrestler and now for little girls to be coming up to me is insane but that's what i always wanted to do that was always like my main goal is to just inspire like a younger generation yeah that's the beauty of WWE Universe right yeah, there. I love, I love it. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, it's we powerful. all, I, I, I don't know things that happened two days ago, but I could kind of recite the first time I saw the American Dream Dusty Rhodes wrestle. And whenever I talk about it, I still get goosebumps. It, these are moments that you make 
that inspire people. You've been inspired. Mickey was inspired. You're talking about Sherry Martell today because that was her favorite. And, you know, it's and now that you're doing it, by the way, how old are you again now? I'm 21. Oh, my gosh. Finally. (laughs) Do you have heat with Thea Hale because she's the youngest now? Like, uh, (laughs) Nah, I'm excited for her. I hope I hope she would she uh gets that championship this Sunday. That would be cool. Become awesome. the youngest. I summer. really like Thea Hale. Me too. We're big her. Thea yeah. Hale supporters. Right. Me yeah. too. And one thing like, you know, Tommy, you mentioned about the American Dream Dusty Roads and NXT. You know, that performance center, when I visited that performance center, obviously you know it's it's all about the evolution and you know, everything that's new and, and, and pro wrestling is always evolving, but there's all those reminders, you know, there's all those pictures of all the legends of the past in the WWE Roxanne, which has got to be, you know, it's got to be very, you know, uplifting for you and, and definitely gives you that kind of extra push that you need, knowing that you have people in your corner that are there to, that are going to be support, but then seeing all the legends out there, you know, in those hallways like that, that's got to be a great inspiration when you're at that performance center. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, it's, it's really cool to, to, to just walk down these hallways and like, even, you know, some days are hard. Some days it's like, you know, we always do want to be evolving. So sometimes it is like, all right, like, what do I need? What do I need to add? What do I need to change? What do I need to get better at? Um, but I think like, having those days where they're tough and then walking down the hallway and seeing like all these these pictures of these uh legends and then even the girls like pictures of the girls that are on the main roster right now that um are champions now you know like Bianca, Rhea, um there's pictures of Alexa there, Liv Morgan like they're all trained by the same people that I'm that I'm learning from right now and and that that gets me really excited for the future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it should be. I'm I'm excited for the Great American Bash. Again, it's streaming this Sunday. You have a huge match with Blair Davenport, and I can't wait to watch that uh, on Peacock on Sunday. But I got to tell you, I can't wait for the day that I see you walking down that aisle in front of 75,000 fans for WrestleMania. Like, as much as you've achieved, you still have, I'm sure, so much ahead so of much. you that you can't wait to achieve. Thank you. Thank you. No, yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah. And we're excited to go on that journey with you. And thank you for always making time for us. You're our family. Oh, no problem. Yes. I'll come back whenever you guys need me. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Roxanne. Thank you so (laughs) thank you so much for the time. Good luck on Sunday. Again, the Great American Bash streaming live on Peacock. Roxanne, good luck and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right. This is former UFC champion, Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? Right now, we are bringing the hardest hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a Sirius XM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on Sirius XM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. 
You don't have to hide how you feel. AR Fox joins us here on Busted Open. Sir, how are you? And thank you so much for the time. I'm good, man. Am I, am I supposed to be able to see you too? Because I can't. You can't see me. I think you got a. I think you got a swipe to the right or something. That's what people tell me. Oh, okay. Or maybe okay. that's. Oh, okay. Oh, there you okay. go. All can right. you see I, us now? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Hey. Hello. Good Hi. I didn't know Mickey and Tommy were also on this. That was. What uh, up, buddy? How are you, man? Surprise. Oh shoot! All right. Great to All see right. you. Good to see you guys too. Surprise too. Oh. You have an awesome uh, opportunity tonight. Yes, I do. Against an awesome wrestler. Yes. Once yes. he puts his hands in his pockets, bro, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something different. It's not working. Do not for every let him person. do it. Don't let him. Don't let yeah. him put his hands. You got yeah. speed. You're an awesome individual. You're an awesome pro wrestler, man. It's, uh, it's an interesting matchup. Uh, first of all, congratulations. Uh, being in AEW, been there for a bit uh just i know you're you're new to i know you for a long time but you're new to uh you know busted open the nation uh they all follow you tell us uh your story if you can now what is the connection between you and aew like how did you get in there how i really how i got in there um well uh i trained sean dean who uh i had a hand in training sean dean like i like i wasn't his original trainer well, he came to Atlanta and I helped him out. And now he, you know, I'm not quite exactly sure, but he's like reached some kind of position there. And I know he uh, helped with the extra work. Uh, so one day he popped back in the school to give me a picture of him to put up on the wall in the school. And then I asked him, I said, hey man, you know, I don't care where I gotta go. Can I try, can I do extra work? And uh they're like, yeah, well, you know, we'll see, whatever. And then when they found, when they came to Atlanta, I did it. I went in as a extra, you know, for extra work, you know. Um, yeah, and uh, then I started doing them on the road. After that, um, flying myself to them, and you know, the whole, you know, like what I've been doing this whole time anyway. Hang so, uh, yeah, pretty much standing outside, showing up, you know, waiting to see what I'm going to get if I get anything. And uh, I kept wondering because I maybe had like four matches at this point doing like, I only have five minutes, but I was doing like my biggest stuff, like taking risks and, you know, just really trying my hardest. So after like my fifth or sixth match, I kept asking people, hey man, like how many times did you wrestle on dark before you got signed? And some people were telling me less numbers than me. They're like, oh, after like my third match. And I'm like, dang. And then some people were saying a little longer. So I'm like, all right, I just got to keep going. You know, I just got to, you know, I just got to keep going. But it, it was pretty costly for me to fly myself to follow, hoping to get on. Um, but it was really just about six or seven I did. And then one day I was watching AEW and my head was down at the at the point at the moment but I heard my match was announced for dynamite. So I already had bought my ticket for that Wednesday to do dark. So I was watching AEW just, you know, as a fan and keeping up with everything. And when I put my head down, that's when I found out about my debut on, uh, and then, um, yeah, it's just been since then. Then they offered me the contract after that. And yeah, I'm just trying to do whatever I can as much as I can. 
Yeah. That's uh, great. And I remember that match uh, you had, you tore it up. And then I remember seeing the graphic and uh, I was very, very happy for you because I know how long uh, you have been doing this and you did have a great, you know, match. Um, you've always been an amazing high flyer, but then you, you've also changed your style a little bit, um, become even more technically sound as well as, you know, uh, some of the basics, the, the everything that you encompassed it's a long, a long time to become the performer that you have become. So uh, kudos to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Talk about this journey because, you know, you were such a staple on the independent scene. I remember watching you going back as far as a decade ago, you know, at the Ace Arena in Union, New Jersey, wrestling for Evolve. And you're like, with the first time I saw you, I was like, this guy is going to be a superstar in the, in the WWE. And then now you're finally getting your opportunity in AEW. Like, why did it take so long for people to, to really find you and give you this opportunity? You, you know, I, I, I think a lot of it was, uh, was my fault, you know, to be honest. And, uh, I think people didn't want to really take a chance on me because I had, you know, you know, I just, I don't know. I, didn't, I think people just didn't want to take too much of a risk with mm -hmm. me because I got a kind of a, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know. It's hard to. I'm glad, I'm glad that they did because now we get yeah, these, these challenge, man. I, I feel like it just took for someone to have, I don't want to say the balls, but like it just took for Tony to just like, just try, just put it, just try out on me. I guess take a, dance with me um yeah because you know i just been i don't want to say wild like not you know i'm just like a wrestler just always trying hard but like i kind of always went to my own style and then if i'm not saying i broke like the craziest rules you know but i'm saying like you know i didn't have like the best reputation you know so like i feel like that might have been the reason why i didn't get to like big stage right away so i feel like i don't think it's anybody's fault but my own and Tony's just the one to give me a shot. And it's what, and that's you know, what's I important. What a, yeah. Go ahead, Mickey. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. And what I love about that too is um, AR is like that part of your growth and that part of accountability and recognizing. Cause we, and we've all been there. I mean, Tommy will tell you, I'll tell, we've all made mistakes and had attitudes or whatever the things that are going to hold us back but now you're getting a chance to truly shine you know what i mean and and you're ready for it and you feel ready for it so uh don't beat yourself up for those things because they were just lessons you know what i mean mm -hmm. they happen to the best of us mm -hmm. but that's awesome sorry and, that was just a side and not but I, but I, i'm glad everything went the way it went because yeah. uh i got this like crazy independent some people even, you know, they, they really respect me and all this stuff, stuff that I never thought, you know? So, like, if I would have just went off to the top, off the beginning, I might not get the same respect that I get now from people. I see people that are on TV for a while. When I go to the, um, to the locker room or something, like, their name might slip my mind, but they know my name. So I'm kind of, I want to change anything, to be honest. I, I love yeah. the grind. I love all the stories I had, all the struggles I had. Like, so it makes it, it makes it that much uh, more worth it uh, being here today 
literally right sitting where I'm at today makes it that much more worth it. Yeah. It's all about the journey and how you get there and it makes you appreciate it uh, even more what you got. Yeah. What's it like for you now seeing yourself on television, being a national product, being a part of AEW? How has that transition been for you now? Uh, these these questions, um, oh, you guys got me soft guard, okay? Like, these questions all almost make me want to cry. I, I don't know why, but it's crazy. Um, it's well, wait, insane. wait, before you, before you answer, like, you know, you have a right to be emotional here because I'm sure there were times in your career, and you said you enjoy the journey, you enjoy the grind, but I'm sure there were times in your career where you were like, is it worth it? Or how much longer can I do this? Yes. So like, yeah. you know, let's take it one, 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 one space at a time. Tell me what you were feeling when you put pen to paper. Tell me what you were feeling when you signed with AEW. Uh, well, um, I just, I couldn't believe it was happening. Um, that was, that was the thing, you know, just, seeing it and seeing that it was a, 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 a legit one, you know, there's all these different ways and stuff, but to see that I had this, you know, for some time and it had me set up, uh, I don't know. I don't know why, but I just kept thinking something wasn't gonna, <laughs> something was gonna get messed up or something was gonna get lost. Like I, I just, I just literally couldn't believe it. So, even though it's been about eight months since I've been like almost eight months, I'm literally counting days since I've been signed. It's still sometimes I'm like, you know, this, this flight ain't going to come through this time. Like this can't be real. Like I, some, it's still, or, 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 or just, or just, uh, you know, getting paid. Like uh, I'm just like, yeah, I got paid again. Like, and I, and it, it sound it might sound really silly, but yeah, I'm just not used to it. So I'm like, holy crap, I got paid again. But it, yeah, every I guess unbelievable is the best way to describe me signing it because all this stuff, even though I've been doing it for a while, it still seems uh, almost too good to be true. You know. I'm like all this stuff, like be being on here talking to you guys right now. I just can't believe it. I'm, I'm not lying. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful. And so you should be an AR. Listen, man, I, I, I'm honestly looking at you. And I remember the time you and I probably had about a 30 minute conversation. Um, and it was, we were in Voorhees, New Jersey. And it was after somebody didn't catch you on a dive. And I'm like, Hey man, I understand you're so unique. You're so different, but like you got, you're doing these things at such a high risk. You weren't hurt, hurt, but you were feeling it. And then I was just like, you know, you got to sometimes pull it back a little bit. And then the next time I saw you, you did four dives in a row. And I was just like, <laughs> he's going all out. But that's like where people like, if they don't understand you or don't understand your style. But again, like I say, it's everything that gets you to the, your journey. And then talking about getting paid, dude, I mean, you, you know, me through being Tommy Jr. through ECW and half of us were like, man, are we going to get paid? So I understand like that 
because you're you're here you're doing it it's the now and then it's like okay when is this carpet gonna get you know ripped out from underneath me but you know what Uh, aew has proven that it's not going to do that and you know you're you're captaining your own ship and for me and i always say this your talents will get you to the dance um and now you're part of the dance so you also got to sit back and i and it's awesome that you um take it all in but you also need to appreciate it sometimes like more and just be like wow i am here i have arrived and and hopefully you feel that tonight because you you have paid your dues on you paid your dues to get where you are within this company and i mean tonight they're entrusting you with having a match with perhaps one of the biggest stars in the company orange cassidy so please look around and if you do cry before your match live on television makes for great television but like, wow, look at this, because there's going to be a lot of people celebrating you. And there's two people here, plus Dave, that are celebrating you right now. You deserve it, man. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. All right. Let me ask you this, because I asked you about that moment when you signed. What was the moment when you first saw yourself on TV? Because if, you know, I'm I'm guessing you probably like DVR'd and, you know, had a, like, what was it like? You know, like seeing yourself a part of a television product, being a part of a television show, being a part of a family like AEW. What was it like watching that back? It's crazy. It was it was nuts. The first time I seen it was when I was sitting home. I see myself in a graphic for half a glimpse. But to be honest, every time you 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 mention TV, really uh, the main thing that like. It's like the biggest thing to me is that my my uh, mom and my grandmother, my grandmother is 90 years old and she's the biggest fan. She called me last Friday to before my match to let me know to watch my back if I have a tag match because people have been turning on each other lately. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. biggest, the biggest thing that means the most to me is that I know she's going to be watching tonight. Awesome. I love that. That's a no bigger awesome. moment. I love it. I love that so much. So when you go out there, so tonight's a big match. You know, Orange Cassidy is one of the most popular stars in AEW. Is the AEW International Champion? Like, yeah. I mean, do not let him put his hands in his pockets. Yes, <laughs> kick, the, kick that. Are you are you gonna give? Are you gonna give like you know when you're walking down that aisle and you're walking into that ring? Are you gonna give a little maybe a little hand signal or a little? face to your knowing that your grandmother's home watching yeah 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 i always think of something like that yeah yeah i'll that's probably awesome. point to her wave to her something that's awesome I, I it's just seeing you and and you are getting emo- you you know what i can understand why you're get getting emotional because i feel like anybody that's listening to this show right now whether it's at in their home life or at work they feel like in ways that Man, I'm trying, I'm trying, and I'm trying, and I'm just getting overlooked. Why? I'm trying, and I'm trying, and I'm not getting the recognition I deserve. Man, it's a, it's a celebration when you finally do. Like this is like validation. So all the all that hard work, all those years, all that self doubt, it's now val it's validated now. People do appreciate you people do understand how hard you're working. People do know how good you are. Because man, I'll tell you what. You wouldn't be on this show if you weren't good. You wouldn't be on Dynamite if you were Man, good for you. I'm I'm really happy for you that, you know, you finally, you know, are living your dream right now. Thanks, man. Thank, Thank you. you. 
living your best life it's a good thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> That being said, don't fuck up tonight against Orange Cassidy, all right? Oh, my you God, need to beat, You need to beat <laughs> Orange Cassidy tonight. I will be rooting for you tonight against Orange Cassidy. Oh, yeah. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports, NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. It's all women's matches in mine. Um, and I thought about Manami, Manami Toyota, but then I go, I wasn't, I watched her after I had already started wrestling, like going back. Cause I wasn't really a fan of, I couldn't, I didn't get it. I wasn't a fan of it, but then I found, I saw her cause people were like, you got to watch her. You got to watch her and amazing, but I don't remember a specific feud. So then I'm going, okay. Um, I'm not doing honorable mentions because I feel like I could I could stay on this whole this whole segment here. So I'm just gonna do my 10. Okay. okay. Go right ahead. Yeah. Okay, so number 10 was um Victoria winning the champion versus Trish at Survivor nice. Series in that hardcore match. Because I think it was the first time like that I really saw them do something like that on wwf television mm -hmm. and it was like oh it was really cool to see a different type of character and and you know victoria's character come in with the whole crazy thing and to go more the hardcore route with the girls um number nine besides the whole uh, evolution pay-per-view and like the power of the moment and all that but that last woman standing match with charlotte versus becky nice i thought it was awesome it was incredible, and I thought it was like a perfect, you know, main event match, main event type of card match to have for an all-women's pay-per-view. It was just, I think it was such an incredible night and incredible to be there, and it was really powerful um, for women's wrestling, um, and they killed it. Uh, and then number eight, Tommy, I have the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. And then I was there. I got that moment with Trish which we fought for that moment, had this awesome moment in there, but just to be a part of that first ever Royal Rumble and then Oscar winning. And it was just, it was really cool. And it was a game changer, you know, for the women. Um, number seven, I put is Gail Kim versus awesome Kong, their whole feud. They had tons of matches, but I think for, you know, for us and then in the business, it's like, you realize that there was so much more. Now there was more opportunity and, and you could see all of these other women shining. And some of them were my friends and, you know, colleagues before. So it was cool to see, you know, Imp impact or, or TNA at the time really put the women's, their, their women's division on the map. And I think that it has rivaled and been one of the best women's divisions out there you know since and and i think that they were really the catalyst in that and putting the knockouts on the map um um number six and i'm not being biased but i have it's me me versus trish i've put myself on my own list all right but because 
the storyline and the nine months it took to get to that moment. And it was really the first time um, I, I believe that they invested that much time in a single character and developing her in the arc and, um, and it was hot and the people were into it. And it was one of the loudest, you know, reactions of the night. It had so much drama. And, and I think we all work so hard, Trish, myself, the writers, everybody worked so hard to get to there. And, and we're just, you know, so grateful in that too, because we knew all of those things, but um, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, and then number five, I have Alundra Blaze versus Bull Nakano because I think the women's division had gone away for some time at the last champion. You know what I mean? It, it really hadn't been a share when Sherry won the title. Like it really hadn't been showcased on WWE television. And so for them at, at SummerSlam, I think it was um, to be showcased. And it really started to bring back the women's division, I think uh, with credibility. Um, and then number four, I have the match, you know, remember the, uh, I think it was Survivor Series and it was where the Jumping Bomb Angels. Yes. Their yep. team versus um, the, with the, what became the Glamour Girls, but with Glamour Judy Girls. Martin and Leilani Kai, that whole, ma I just, I had never seen the Jumping Bomb Angels before. And I think that they um, really, I remember watching it and it was just like, I was like, oh my God, they're so different and they could do all of these different things. And to see all these different women kind of come in together and like, it was really powerful for me as a fan, because then I was like, oh, there's more than just a couple wrestle. It was like, it was really, really cool. And it made me realize that it was like a global thing. Um, and I remember even watching, still going back and watching that match when I was like in OVW and stuff, just because it was, it was such a cool match and such a cool moment. Um, then I am biased and I put in sensational Sherry when she won her champ, won the championship on the day on her debut, which, um, uh, it didn't, it, it, I don't know that it ever happened before, but, and it certainly never really hadn't happened for a very long time after, but plus she's my favorite of all time. And it really put my, like, that's where I really, I think I saw, sensational sherry and she was introduced to me as a wrestling fan um and so um yeah so i thought that was pretty cool against fabulous moolah and moolah had been the champion for a long time yeah. at that point and then i think she retired the championship because no she no one beat her so she was the longest reigning champion 400 and some days um before they dissolved the title or they just stopped defending it or whatever um, and then number two, Tommy, I have Trish versus Lita in the main event of Raw, because as that's when I was in the business and as I'm training it, I was like, wow, that means it's possible for me or for anyone like the the I felt like it was such a powerful moment in the evolution of women's wrestling because it was like, oh, this. It was like a big step in being seen as equals and, and for that to be a possibility. Um for everyone that followed, you know, so, uh, and it didn't for a very long time. So it was like the first one in a very, very long time and the last one for a very long time. So it was, it was pretty cool. Um, and then of course I have Wendy Richter, uh, beaten fabulous Moolah with Cindy Lauper, because I felt like that, that was a cat, like that was a huge thing for wrestling. We talked about that before. Yep. 
um, of putting wrestling in the mainstream, you know, Cindy Lauper, like it was such a big, big thing. And then for it to air on MTV, it was just, um, I think it really brought it into the pop culture and started really opening up those doors for, uh, wrestling to quit, you know, to, instead of just being like a local kind of thing. So I don't know. That's me. No, That's my list. I love your list. Yeah. And and there was a lot of matches because, you know, you talk about, we were talking about the Brooklyn match with um, Sasha and Bailey, yep. the takeover. Um, I totally, I was like the spider woman thing. I was like, that was really, but then I was like, I don't want to go negative, but that that was really huge. And we don't talk about that, you know? Um, Oh my God. There's so many well, the I, women mate in event mania that, I mean, there's a gazillion you can put on. Wasn't on even there. on your list. I like it. It wasn't on my, yeah. And it was powerful, but it was in my beginning list. But it's like, how do you, and so I tried to go with, okay, me as a wrestler coming up as a wrestler, like which ones were really the most powerful for me? I think that's what I went with. Um, it's funny when you say, and we also talk about tape trading once I like got, into the business or was like still like really want to train i would only first i would record everything and then it was like mm. matches that i felt i would want to go back and watch mm -hmm. and medusa bull nakano and uh the jumping bomb angels they were my first and uh wendy richter mula those are my three matches of women's matches that i were like deemed worthy enough mm -hmm. beyond the these are these matches. So it was those three matches in particular of like, wow, this is special. Mm -hmm. Even when I was kind of a fan, but just getting smartened up. Right. Uh, so it was kind of, that made the cut for those, those three matches alone. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, let me ask you this uh, though, Mickey. Uh, number one was WrestleMania, your highest ever payday. Yeah. Would you give that uh, payday up to know what was in the brain of Victoria when the um, fire extinguisher didn't go off and to see how her brain was misfired? No, I would not. Would, I mean, I gave it up anyway because I was dumb <laughs> and I didn't know whatever. And I, I think I paid my whole mania, first ever mania check. I turned around and wrote it to, uh, you know, to the IRS. So. Thanks. I pay my taxes. <laughs> I remember that she, it was only like seconds. It felt like an eternity to her. Oh she my God. Freaking out when it didn't go off. Oh yeah. I, I wish I was in her brain at that moment. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my God. I can't Little imagine. Little TV I'm gonna, conversation. That's a great question. I'm going to have to snag it on her. And I love it. I love Well, I love the list Mickey, because there's a lot of women and you mentioned like, uh, the Glamour Girls, Judy Martin and Lilani Kai, that doesn't really get enough love and, and doesn't mm -hmm. get remembered. You know, we had, and you mentioned Wendy Richter, you mentioned two matches with Wendy Richter. We had Wendy Richter, remember, on the show uh, last year. And um, for somebody who was so big for a booming period of time in our business, it's 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 crazy to think she's not mentioned as much more than she is. You right. know, you, you think about... Um, you know, the brawl to end it all. You think about that first WrestleMania. Um, again, I, I still remember that Pro Wrestling Illustrated cover of asking the question, who's more popular, you know, Wendy Richter or Hulk Hogan? Like, and unfortunately, through the passage of time, she's not mentioned nearly enough as she should. 
Right. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.